0: Welcome to the show, I'm Genesee.
1: I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Dave. I'm Tinsian.
0: And this is Death to Dishonor. Honor.
1: <laughs> Never mind. I'm, I'm too tired of this shit. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha.
0: Ha. Annihilation, Jim. Total. Complete absolute annihilation
2: the gravity is so much stronger on the southern continent
0: are you sure she doesn't have to spread friendship and magic as part of her daily morning routine
3: that's 12th level i think do
1: not even whisper or utter my name in your last moments
4: That totally defeats the
2: purpose. Cesar, do you have any sun rods still or
0: <laughs> Bring out
1: your rods, old man? Private confrontation.
4: i <laughs> like that. Maybe some discipline.
1: <laughs> Had his hands in all of Caesar's <laughs> junk for
0: six <laughs> Oh wait, that's not what I meant.
1: <laughs> wow, we have a title. That's roll. That's really wrong. <laughs>
0: What? We need dice for this game? Welcome to the show, I'm Genesee. I'm Eric.
2: I'm Daniel. I'm Dave. And I'm Inigo Montoya. Skype, you killed my last two recording sessions. Prepare to die.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, March 29th, and this is episode 102... 100. In a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. Uh, last couple weeks we've been away And then before that we had all sorts of Unluck with technology So I'm going to let Tenzin just catch us up On what's been happening So Dungeon Master, you are a go
2: Good evening And after all the con season And stuff I would like to give honorable mention for this episode To Merlin the Cat Who is behind Thorn right now uh, Having a good old <laughs> Lounge about Uh <laughs> We've done two interview filler episodes uh, to try and bring some of the outside audience into the podcast and also give a chance for cast members to give some insight. And I'll probably do something with uh, Zanatari on the side as well to get her piece, Woo-hoo! put it out as a snippet. Um, but tonight is actually going to be considered our official story 100th episode and it's been a long time coming <laughs> for the story uh, portion of this, the party has been down in the underdark or some version of the underdark in a secret room. There was a chest with a bunch of uh, traps to say the least, a near nuclear level of magical warding and uh, apparently some thin and frayed tempers between Xanatari and Thorn as to who will or will not will not say will not open the chest only to have Sabre (laughs) in a fit of I hate anything to do with the drow I hate being here Don't open the chest. Open the chest. Out from under the nose of Thorn and Xanatari. From the chest, I would love to say spraying confetti cupcakes with sprinkles, but I'd be lying. (laughs) So, apparently my requirements state that I have to be truthful for at least one episode. And, what appeared to be A figure of a woman, rising from the chest, with what appeared to be something absolutely black, about the size of a golf ball, maybe a softball, use your imagination, we all are, in-cupped in the palm of one upturned hand.
1: It's kind of like the opening for ESPN Dungeons & Dragons. Kind of,
2: although we're not going to do the highlight reel because, well, we're surprised that this is actually still recording tonight. I'm going to um, go around the table real quick, and then there, I'll, I'll get to the actual portion, but Sabre's actions require something of a feedback result, so we should do that. And Zenatari. Yes. You're fighting. You're squabbling with Thorn. Yes. The chest is just gone, and you have company.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that I am one of the closest, other than Sabre, who obviously stood there and, and opened the chest. Our uh, call says there's kind of around the back. Um, I. The last thing I did was shove Thorn away, and he. I kind of would be looking at him to see where he landed, hear the creak of the chest and spin around looking, you know, to my right and see this giant figure materialize out of the smoke. Um, shocked that Sabre, who was so vehemently against this entire thing, opened the chest. I would stare at her with an expression of absolute, you know, (laughs) absolute befuddlement. What? Is going on with you. And uh at the same time I guess take a step back and raise my weapon towards this materializing figure uh that's basically next to me. Okay. Uh
2: Cesar? Caesar Yes. Caesar?
4: Yes.
2: Caesar. Yes. Caesar. Yes. Caesar. Good evening. Good evening. Caesar. Yes. Uh
4: Caesar? Yes. Caesar is done telling other people about it so he goes <sighs> starts muttering under his breath and lays down and rolls over and pretty much immediately falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yes.
2: <laughs> the uh, room just got a little more crowded.
4: Yeah. Um, where exactly is she in relation to the chest or to me or both? Um, as if she is standing in the chest. Oh, okay. So I've, I've got a, a back view of yes. this figure.
2: Yes. Um, uh, compared to your usual Conquest, she's um, at least a 10, maybe a possible 16.
4: I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Anyway. Cesar <laughs> um, uh, s- steps back and uh, involuntarily in shock. Ah! ah! And then he sort of sidles around, trying to get a, a better view of-, of the front of this figure. And uh, <clears throat> Is
0: that what you were doing?
4: <laughs> and says, uh,
2: Uh, Who who are you? Okay. Let's see. Um, Thorn.
1: Right, well... Given that... uh, Zenitari has thrown me back, and I've been fairly unsuccessful in most of my attempts to get past her, um, I would probably be... Uh, sort of hunched over, trying to catch my breath. Um, and as soon as the chest opens, I would look up, uh, grimace, and reach for the drow knife that I have, uh, on my person. Uh, and I would prepare to lunge with a second wind. Mm -hmm. Has a, has a plan.
2: (laughs) Sabre. Yes. Uh, apparently you were suddenly replaced with a pod person because you just acted very unsavory. Mm,
3: maybe she did, maybe she didn't. Mm-hmm. How's it going? Uh, it's good. Um, I think she, seeing this figure rise out of the chest, would probably kind of do a little start and look at it and go, hmm. This, a little start? A little start. Uh, this... Uh, This I did not expect. Okay.
2: Out of the chest, uh, as Zenitari has mentioned, this figure is at least eight, possibly nine feet tall. Um, There's a bit of uh, ghostly flickering and and insubstantialness to it. Um, But no matter where you are in the room looking at this figure, it appears to be staring at you. So everyone's got the full attention of this figure. Um, the figure is, of course, in color, white hair, grow, colorings uh, for skin and uh, tones, and all that stuff. Bears a uh, belt with a good uh, Texas-sized belt buckle of a spider and what appears to be a combination of um, mail and uh, leather armor with a um, tabard over the top or some sort of shirt that is then buckled in Mm. but still shows the armor there is a uh scourge, kind of a, a flail hanging from the hip. But the limited light that is in the room to begin with, there seems to be an entirely
4: uh hmm,
2: how can I say, absence of light from whatever it is that she's holding in her hand. And Xanatari?
0: Yes, I'm I'm listening to you. I'm also having some issues with Twitch, but yes, I'm listening to you.
2: The uh, figure, after fully rising and a moment has passed, um, says something.
0: To gaze upon
1: me means but one thing, that my priestesses' handmaidens' lowest males and trash have failed me and allowed the city to fall. As you have brought doom to those places held in my name with your cowardice, in the end I shall correct this deficiency and bring doom to you!
0: Do not even whisper or utter my name in your last moments!
2: Okay, and as um, the words are uttered, on this figure. The hands. Sorry the fingers on the hand. Holding whatever it is. Move slightly open. And you hear a faint. Doom doom. Doom doom. Doom As if a heart is beating. And almost it appears. That the. Space of blackness. Moves a fraction. Of an inch.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, let's go for feedback. Sanitary. <sighs>
0: um, okay, I I still determine that whatever the problem is that's world-destroying is still in this chest. Can I determine if that's what she's holding, or if there's something below her inside the chest that is giving off this horrible aura that we've all been so concerned about? Sure,
2: go ahead. Roll an arcana check, or
0: all right, let me bring that up.
4: Let's make here clear, clear you've been concerned about.
0: I've been concerned about. <laughs> Look at my new J-dice, bitches. Uh, back up a little bit. That's better. Cool. All right.
2: Ezra has potentially fat loot.
0: <laughs> Ooh, wow. 28. I rule the world.
2: Fortune cookie <laughs> says, Damn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Does it say it in Chinese? my Chinese word is damn
2: Hi howla ah. all right, um, yes, what the source of whatever was in the chest that was causing so much consternation is indeed whatever it's holding.
0: oh, okay, um then Xnatari. Ah. Okay, she's all in. I mean, I fought Thorn for it, and that wasn't something pleasant. And so if I'm fighting my own my own party members, because I believe in stopping this or getting this away from from the people that shouldn't have it, i.e. Thorn, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it and try to attack her and get her to drop it.
2: Okay. Are you going to think this, or are you going to just do it?
0: I'm going to look at Thorn out of the corner of my eye because he's somewhat of a distance away. I'm going to glare at Sabre and leap forward and attack her.
3: Okay, You know, you? she's standing right in front of the chest. Yep. In or the
2: she, chest. She's actually in the chest. Yep. No, I mean,
1: I'm going to beat her I'm back.
0: <laughs> You're standing right in front of the chest. Well, I'm kind of at the side of you. Yes. So I can come at her without actually attacking you. Although I'll keep an eye on you because no one knows what's going on in your head.
2: Okay. Um, Dintari, do you pay any attention whatsoever to what it's holding?
0: Uh, yeah, that's what I want.
2: Okay. Um.
0: Or at least I want it to go back in the chest. So I'd like to just beat her back into the jack-in-the-box chest. That's my goal.
1: Okay. Uh, can I take this opportunity to perform what I was, pref- well, preparing and use. Xanatari's distraction to lunge forward and stick my arm into the chest.
0: You're way far away, buddy. You can't get there. Um, I can <clears throat> get there. No, you can't.
2: Xanatari? I believe mm-hmm. us. Uh, mm, the object in the hand mm-hmm. seems to move fractionally towards you.
0: I, do, I don't went. want it to touch me.
2: Just, just want to let you know it, it's moved about. Appears to have moved about an inch towards you. Okay. So you're gonna, you're gonna attack the figure that's in the chest. Yes. Okay. Um. Go ahead and. Uh,
0: okay. This, this thing. I'm trying to get a read on what it is. Uh, it's not, it's not undead. Like, does it give me? It's a living being. Like, just by looking at it, do I need to roll perception. What do you want?
2: Um, it almost kind of looks like it's something either uh, spectral or illusionary.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh, interesting. Spectral, so does that mean it's living then, or no? You're saying it's just an illusion.
2: I'm saying it looks spectral or illusionary.
0: Okay.
1: The figure is ethereal. Thank yeah. you.
0: That that's a good word. Okay, so it's probably not going to respond to an actual physical strike. It's going to respond more to like a magical attack.
2: You don't know. Nobody's done it. You're the first one to brave the uh, the pinata. Okay. Maybe
4: some verbal abuse. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> I
0: Speaks will demean you.
2: Fashion <laughs> commentary. Whatever, you've just been given you've been giving a warning. <laughs>
0: Your churlish behavior causes me to demean you. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, well, why not? I'm going to do my uh, Divine Castigation, which is a divine power. Hopefully will help me in the, in assuming this thing is some sort of evil. It's a radiant power. Um, okay. So we'll do that. So I will pray to my unnamed as so far god because he's already been giving me the eye of, wow, you're really going to cause the destruction of the whole world here, and I will roll for that. So it's versus AC. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 23 versus AC.
2: Is there any light component to this? Being radiant?
0: Ah, uh, yes. Well, what,
2: what would the effect normally be if there was a light component? A flash?
0: Uh, yeah, well, it's divine, so I'm assuming that, you know, because of the whole you know, path I've taken with paragon powers and all of the radiant aspects that are sort of p- part of now her, you would see light off of the radiant armor and uh, magically okay. symbol stuff, so yes.
2: Um, okay. The uh, there actually doesn't appear to be more than the briefest flicker of light before that light is absorbed. Mm. Um, by the way, Cesar? Mm-hmm. One draw, two draw, one draw. Nah. Where?
4: <laughs>
2: by the chest. Just by it. Uh, appears to be fleeing in terror, perhaps.
4: <laughs> it's says it the, near, says near, it near, not near the, satisfied. He near, near the near the,
2: near the near the chest with an absolute look of horror. Sanitari. Um, mm-hmm. You swing. You should hit. But your mace goes right. I mean, sorry, your sword goes right through the figure.
0: Okay. Um. It has
2: are, are, are you are you are you swinging or are you thrusting?
0: I'm going to thrust, but it's going to be low because what I'm trying to do is make this figure fall or collapse or dematerialize downward. Okay. So. All right. Um, it has a plus six radiant, I don't know if that does anything. The other thing that this does is until the end of the encounter, if this thing attacks me or anybody else, I get an opportunity attack for it. Okay. Extra bonuses. So nothing happens, basically. It just kind of becomes ethereal, passes through it, and it's fine.
2: It passes through, and it's like the edges of where the sword passes through, it sort of kind of wisps um, away, and then starts the image starts to reform again. Kind of like you're at a uh, a magic show or something, and there's a hologram.
0: Okay. Hmm.
2: Oh, by the way, your uh, your deity is phoning? Yes. This is, uh, you barely get from the deity. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
0: Okay. What is Bert doing? Because he was all about the chest.
2: (laughs) Bert, Bert's kind of having a bit of a freakout right now. Um,
0: <laughs> is he become a strobe at a rave? What, what's he doing?
2: No, Bert is, Bert is, in terms of the orbit around your head, is singularly in line between you and whatever that thing is that it's holding. Uh, there is light being cast from Bert towards you, but the light that is facing towards whatever the figure is holding does not ge- illuminate anything. There's, like, it's dark on that side. Okay. So he, he, he's, he's bright white, like he should be illuminating in that direction. Mm-hmm. But there's no actual light that you can see on that side. Towards you, he's, like...
0: Yes, the, the black hole Dark Star has sucked in all light and goodness, and yes. old Bob says no. Yes. Um, okay, yeah, so don't touch the black thing. Good to know. Okay. Yeah, so, okay, that's my attack. I don't get to go forever, right?
2: <laughs> no, but um, it does appear that, it, that it's um, now sitting at the edge of the figure's hand.
0: Mm-hmm. Towards you. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: And you don't recall seeing the figure's hand move, so it's sort of like a golf ball or marble that would roll? Mm-hmm. And cause the hand, the, this thing to move.
0: Okay. Hmm.
2: But no, you don't have, um, additional actions at, at the moment.
0: Okay. I guess, uh, yeah, I'll wait until next turn and not blink at all. Okay. <laughs> Thorne,
2: you are prepared for some active shenanigans.
1: Mm hmm. Shenaniganize. Shenaniganize. Shenanigan mode activate. Press this button. Where's the button? That button. Right. Um <laughs> So what I'm going to do is assuming that I'm I was in human form loss, I remember. Um going to shift to hybrid form. Okay which will give me extra speed. Now, I'm going to dart in. Now, I'm not going for whatever the figure's holding. Uh, that's kind of a lost cause, because I'm going to get, like, a blow to the head. Um, I want to actually dart underneath Xanatari, kind of like under her armor. she's swinging, and plunge my hand into the chest and, and see basically whether there's a- actually anything in there that's sort of, like, projecting this image or, you know... Uh, like a, a medallion or a, a, I don't know, an item of some kind. Bag of gold. A okay. bag of gold. Oh, uh, by the way, by the uh, way Thorne, there's, there's no
2: smell from either the object or the figure.
1: Okay, Sense. so it's not like some sort of drought, you know, fart bomb or something. Okay, <laughs> Xanatari <excellent. laughs>
0: says <sister. laughs> you're a greedy bastard, Thorn.
1: Okay, so
2: um, you dart in, Mm-hmm. And uh, let's have Sabre roll a D twenty. S- sixteen. Xantari, uh, sixteen versus your uh, reflex.
0: Oh, let's see. Um, I am seventeen. Yay.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, what about what's that towards you? um, Thorn.
1: My reflex is 19.
2: Okay. I know, uh, for those who are just joining us, yes, we're still doing the crazy house rules. Don't have a nerd rage. It's all <laughs> good fun. Um, you manage but to you get in... Just
4: keep it to yourself.
2: <laughs> you manage to get in under the, uh, swing of Zanatari as you wanted, and you get your hand into the chest.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Are you being in any way cautious, or are you just trying to reach in and grab whatever you can?
1: Um, I'm not sure how much cautious I can be, given that uh, what, what from what I can assume, um, like is there like a source of light coming from the chest that you know uh, this figure is sort of projecting from, or like a like a dark light or something? I know it's not like there's no light being in that area because of the orb. That much I can see, but... Is there, like, something that's stopping me from seeing what's in the chest? Or can I actually look in the chest? It's like through um. the... Eth- <laughs> it's like through the ethereal body, like, stick my head through the figure. Just like, oh, oh, that's what's in there.
2: there there's, there's sort of that ethereal mist deal going on that this figure okay. is rising out of. So if you put okay. your hand in there, you're kind of going into the mist.
1: Um... There's not much caution I can take other than the fact that I'm wearing my uh, my leather gloves from you know my armor set. So um yeah. Okay all for one and one for me. Uh, gimme the loop please. Um <laughs> it'll be in there.
2: Twenty six versus your reflex. Uh reflex is nineteen. Okay. Um your hand feels something. Mm -hmm. and attempting to move your fingers about it, your ears, after hearing this warning and hearing the sound of Xanatari's sword go over your head, you hear a click.
0: (laughs) God darn it! (laughs)
1: Hooray, Batrop!
2: Um... Put your eye Nothing shoots out into your (laughs) hands, but... You've come to realize that you've depressed something, but you haven't undepressed it yet. (laughs) 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 Uh. (laughs) Does the hamster want a pellet?
1: (laughs) I I have come (laughs) come to realize this. I would like to stick my other hand into the box, please. Hey.
4: You're a Once sick a fork, <laughs> this is your AC.
0: He really wants to be a paraplegic. He's been working so hard for it. Every time we play, going I stick my foot
4: in the chest,
1: <laughs> I have realized that my c- my true calling is a contortionist, and I would like to stick my entire body into the chest. it's <laughs> the worst and game then- of Twister ever.
0: <laughs> the and then pommel of my sword itches for your face. Your
2: other hand plunging in encounters something else that sort of feels like a string or thread mm-hmm. breaking.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And you hear what sounds like um, two pieces of glass smashing <sighs> together. Shall I continue with the description? <laughs>
1: So, my thievery checks have no bearing on this whatsoever? Um, well, the thievery, the thievery may happen
2: at some point here. However, there's, there's a continuation to my last statement. But because you're just running in and throwing your hands in, <laughs> haven't quite gotten <laughs> to the thievery portion of this evening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Given that the trap was all but disarmed and then opened, can they- <laughs> I guess? All right, cool. Yeah, continue. Let's uh, let's let's kill me off.
0: <laughs> I may regenerate your hands if you're really, really nice to me.
1: I don't think I want to. Corn. Might teach me a lesson. Um. <laughs> your
2: first hand will remain where it is, and we can worry about thievery and stuff after. Um, keep it depressed for now. Um, the other one, there's a feeling of um, super cold that grips your other hand, because there was like the smash of something in glass,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and your hand that trigger that suddenly feels extremely cold through your leather gauntlet. And potentially the cold might be climbing up your arm.
0: Mmm,
1: okay.
2: But your, your, your hand feels very sludgy, kind of.
1: Okay, so I've potentially liquefied my hand. Now I need to. I need to ask. Given that I'm I'm dominantly right-handed, that's probably the hand that went in first. Um, the second hand is the one that is currently being frozen. That would be my left hand. I'm not attached to my left hand, so I'm going to. <laughs> I can mock something up to hold my bow later. Um, <laughs> Horrible joke inserted here.
4: I mean, Cesar Cam.
1: I've always wanted a mechanical hand, so...
0: Is this the same hand that you lost the last time we had the uh, orcus descend and suck your hand (laughs) into the pit of... Is this the same hand that you lost? And then...
1: Um... I don't recall. I think so. so.
2: That that may be the reason why his hand is not entirely frozen rock solid at the moment.
1: (sighs) Because we never really knew what happened afterwards. Like, once the portal shot shut, my arm returned to normal, but...
0: But you had someone else's hand work. on your arm, didn't you? It wasn't I did, your hand.
1: But, I did but it turned back. So I, I don't know whether... Like, it, it changed back into into my own hand, so I don't know whether I... whether there was anything wrong with my, my arm or not afterwards. Like, we could never work it out. So...
2: But for right, for right now, Thorne, if you were to think about opening and closing your hand, your hand is only moving at about 10% of the opening and, and closing speed that you think it should.
1: Okay. Um, right, well, given that I don't really need to open and close with, with that hand, I'm going to continue searching the chest though hindsight is a bitch. I'm going to take more care searching if I can. Um, okay. I'm like I'm, I really need to find whatever this if there is anything in the bottom of this chest, then if it can't be that large.
0: We're okay. not going to all stand there, though, and let him search forever. I mean, it's not my no. turn, but I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. No, no. Right. No, no. I was so, like... w- w-
2: let's move on to somebody else, and then mm-hmm. we will come back to you, Thorne.
0: Okay? Yep.
4: Uh, Caesar. Hmm. Um, well, let's see. You've seen... The attack, slash right through, and Thorn, stick both his hands into the chest. Um, Caesar would like to do what he can, from a distance at least at first, to try to get an idea of specifically what that dark object is. Okay, Whether maybe it's something he's familiar with in a sense, the type of whatever it is, or if it's real, or if it seems to be just part of this illusionary figure, okay. uh, something like that. But you pay attention to it? Uh, yes, directly.
2: It, it it seems to move away from Xanatari a little bit to the other side of the palm and it seems to be teetering on the edge of the palm. Okay. At first.
4: Okay. So, um, you know, from whatever he can do, you know, just I don't know what check you want me to roll for that, but Something to try to determine the nature of it or or if he's seen it before just get a sense better of what it is. Let's go with an arcana. Yeah. Twenty-two. Okay.
2: Um, <clears throat> whatever it is,
4: it is
2: uh, not something that you have seen before, at least within the slave pits or your former mistress. Mm-hmm. It is an object that Appears to be there, but there's a metaphysical thing going on that's some pretty high-level juju.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: And you almost kind of swear that as you ponder this thing even more,
4: Uh
2: um, it's not on the palm anymore.
4: Is it floating? Yes. Like to the side of the palm or above the palm?
2: It's, it's floating above the palm. Okay. It was, it was like being held in the palm. Yep. But you realize it was kind of floating. And now mm-hmm. it's floated just a little bit off the palm towards you.
4: Okay. Um, I don't know if I have enough time to do this in my allotted turn, but uh, could I take just a, a who's it or a what's it out of a pouch, just a small thing, and try to throw it at it? Uh, sure. Okay. I do that. Okay. Um... Kind of like, ooh, like you're throwing a piece of paper, crumpled paper, into a waste basket.
2: Okay. Your who's it and or what's it was there, but now it wasn't who's it, what's it there. Just
4: disappears into it, doesn't come out. Yep. Not a sound. Not a flash. It just goes in and it's just gone. Not not a retirement cake or anything, just...
0: (laughs) (laughs) No gold watch? (sighs) Huh.
2: Sabre!
3: Yep.
2: You have heard the dire warning or something. Mm hmm. You've got a large row staring directly at you. Mm hmm. How's your life insurance policy doing?
3: <laughs> well, she was staring very intently at the object in the figure, and as sanitary and Thorn dart in, she kind of starts and exclaims out, Frell are we really attacking the object we have no idea what it does? Are we really doing this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask.
3: And she's just, she's so startled that she looks down at Thorn and she looks back up at the object and she's like, okay.
2: By the way, uh-huh. as, as, as you're exclaiming all this, the orb moves from, um, directly towards Caesar moves to the tip of the index finger towards you on the palm of this. She's looking at it a little more, and
3: she kind of, she sighs and like, well, we may have had some time to actually study this and try to figure out what it is, but now we probably don't have any time. And I think this is a little beyond my knowledge. And she reaches up and undoes the collar of her shirt, and as she folds it down you notice she's wearing a choker around her neck that seems to be made up of probably 3 or 4 IV bands and she that's set with a stone in the front of it and she taps that stone in a specific pattern does anybody answer Um I'm using a lifeline to phone a friend
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you feel that there is Briefly a mental pop connection Yes Mm-hmm. And Go on Damn it But does
3: I mean does anyone Acknowledge it Yes Okay Um you, it, the people standing around her see her lips move, but no sound comes out. This is all mental. So, um, I have a situation here in which I am in need of aid. We have stumbled across a artifact that appears to have some power that is eluding my ability to identify it.
2: There's, yeah. <sighs> You get the feeling that the situation, the, the room, and everything is being studied and looked at.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, your brain feels like a very small space all, all of a sudden. Kay. And there's the urgent, urgent requirement that you stop thinking about it. Okay. And is that who we think that is?
3: (laughs) She'll respond back, yes, that's exactly who you think it is. That's why I called. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Out of character, I'm assuming you have an idea of what this thing is. I have a
3: thought, but whether or not it's the right thought, I don't know.
2: Okay. Well, let's go. Let's go with your existing thought. Uh-huh. That is passed along to you as far as an in-character bit of knowledge. Okay. And they're really not able to do much more for you at this moment. Okay. Um, they're going to try and figure something out, but they're not kind of certain if you have all that much time to have something figured out. Great. <sighs>
3: um, she will kind of look back up and look more at the figure and away from the orb, taking okay. her thoughts completely away from it. Okay. And she'll kind of, from the side, what, describe Bert for me again.
0: Well, whoever. Um, Bert's roughly the size of a normal person's head, um, glowing in various colors, mostly in the lighter spectrum of whites, you know, light greens and reds. Um, He usually floats in a circular pattern around Xanatari's head, occasionally uh, has enough solidity for her to take him and put him into a pouch um, or somewhere else, and he seems to have no issue with spaces as far as actually occupying any of it.
3: Okay, so... So it's the size of a head, or it's the size of a softball?
2: Softball.
0: Yeah, is it a little smaller, yeah.
3: like you know. So is Bert the same size as the object that the figure's holding?
2: Yes.
0: No.
3: Oh, Pharrell. Okay.
2: Bert, Bert however, is appears to be some sort of stone. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think to the classic uh, D&D books where they show in Nyon Stone. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. But where um, Bert has light, though, this is complete darkness. Yes, and whatever it is, is there is between Bert and whatever this is, there is almost a nullification of light and dark in that gap. Mm. Bert's putting out some serious wattage back towards Xanatari in terms of light. Mm-hmm. Um, but, th- but you're not really getting anything
3: but this thing's almost nullifying it. Yep. Darkbert. She'll kind of look up again and still staring at the figure, she'll, she'll say to everyone, I'm still trying to figure out what this is, but it seems the more we think about it, the more it tips or moves off that hand. So... I would encourage everyone to either A, stop attacking it, or B, let us figure this out.
2: It does sound something, though. um, You've never in the past experienced a cache like this. Mm -hmm. But there have been reports of what appear to have been um, drow cities in the past that are entirely uninhabited of drow or anything else in that area but it's not a confirmed and substantiated fact as to what has caused Mm. Uh, so it's a neutron bomb is basically what it is awesome Mm, some kind of doomsday cash yeah Mm -hmm. we're judging from whatever was said Okay. (laughs) sanitary
0: Yes. Um, okay. Well, the figurine appears to me to be not something that's going to be attackable. I may attack directly at the orb eventually, but I know that right now uh, it's probably a good thing to avoid. Thorn's in front of me rummaging through a chest. I'm not going to allow that to happen. So, at this point I'm becoming increasingly frustrated with Thorn. And, uh... <sighs> Let me think. I have a you, ring if you, that's you, indeterminate. If you need,
2: if you need him, you, you take his face out. It's basically the height that he's at right now, from what I understand.
0: Okay, that sounds good.
2: But you, you're talking about your ring. Go on.
0: Well, I have an, a ring that does indeterminate things. I have two vials that I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not quite willing to roll the dice to use any of those right now. Um, I have a sword, and I have a flat of a sword, and I do have a pommel, so... I'm all about hitting him on the head as hard as I can with my pommel to knock him out. So, okay. how about we do that?
2: By the way, are you paying any attention to um, either Bert or what's on the palm of the hand?
0: Um, one thing at a time. Uh, I'm going to assume that her Lulph's attention has been... Garnered by Sabre, which means that she would be facing away from me in some way, and the orb would probably be pointing that direction. So I, I wouldn't like be immediately concerned with it.
2: The figure is still standing facing facing Sabre.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but the gaze of Loth is still appears to be on you, just as it would be for appears to be on Sabre appears to be on Cesar ah,
0: She she's like those paintings. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, first I want to do something to Thorn, and then I suppose I'll think about the rest of that, but as long okay. as she's not moving toward me, I'm going to ignore it for now.
2: Okay. Um, go ahead and do whatever you want to do to Thorn, and we'll...
0: Okay, uh, because Thorn is, I assume, uh, is back to me.
2: Um, I think if you look down, you see the top of his head, he's in front of you. Thorn, am I correct? You are... Arms in,
3: mm-hmm.
2: bent over the chest, you said that you were going in under her swing, so that would put you, if she looked down, she would see the top of your head start of your back, yes?
1: That's correct, Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I'm going to hit him with Stormhammer, it's my Atwell will action. Uh, 24 versus Fortitude.
1: Uh, 17 fortitude.
0: Okay, um, the beauty of this one is it will push him up to two squares. It does have a lightning and thunder aspect. Um, so, because I'm trying to knock him out, do you want me to still roll for damage?
2: Um, you're trying to move him or you're trying to do actual damage?
0: I'm trying to hit him in the head hard enough that he passes out.
2: Let's see. That was significantly over the thing. Um, Thorn, pick a person to roll a one d six.
1: Uh Cesar. Okay, Caesar.
2: Um, Thorn, high or low? High. Okay. If you get a four to six, Caesar. Um, he stays conscious.
4: Okay. Let's see. Fate lies in my hand. Or. Okay. Um.
2: We are going to take this as subdual damage. You stay conscious, Thorn. Um, but you are struck by the flat of the blade, so there is some um, little blunt trauma, but not a cutting thing.
1: So I'm, g- I'm going to have a headache
2: in a moment. Yeah, she cracked you pretty good.
4: Alright. Uh. Okay.
2: Um, we are going to have to deal. Do you attempt to jerk your hands away or anything else that would cause you to move your right hand? Um...
1: directionally speaking it would probably push me which hand are you using what hand do you use for um your sword right hand right hand okay so it's going to be probably from right to left it'll probably push me left uh, across to the left so um i think it'll it'll Make me like stumble a little bit because I am crouched, but uh, not enough to remove my hand off the depressed button.
2: Actually, um, wait, there, wait. there is one point. You said it does move him two squares, Sanitary?
0: Yes, it will
2: shove him two squares. Um, it just hits him so hard. Okay. Uh, Cesar? uh, Sorry, um, Thorn? Mm-hmm. Um, she actually does blow you the two squares away. Who are you sending him? Which direction are you sending him towards, Sanitary?
0: Um, I just, I guess I'm trying to knock him, like, forward in front of the chest to the floor, so he can, you know, he can't go back over top of the chest. I'm not trying to throw him, I'm just trying to get him to lay on the floor. So, since I'm right-handed, I guess he'll go to the left slightly, you know, a couple squares if he's going to fall to a direction.
2: Okay. Um, Thorne? Mm Mm-hmm? You've been pushed away from the chest... Thankfully, though, what happens when your hand is removed from the uh, pressure plates Mm -hmm. does not actually affect you. But there is a violent geyser of um, some sort of dark, vile flame that shoots up out of the chest where you would have been. Okay. But the wind makes you move fast enough that you do not get scored by that.
0: Alright. <laughs> He's nonchalant. <laughs> you almost got your face burned off, but okay.
1: I've had worse. Mm, that's true. Uh,
2: okay. Thorn? Yep. What would you like? having been blasted back and seen the chest go. Oh, by the way, the fire, when it gets up to um, what's in the palm, vanishes.
1: Um. <sighs> There's not a lot I can do, because every time I try and do something, I'm thwarted by <laughs> fate.
2: The, the <laughs> newspaper of life is starting to uh, to train you, eh?
1: well I had a plan and the plan was in in order to stop figure in chest from destroying world but apparently I'm not allowed to do that I'm not allowed to have heroics So,
0: considering you wanted to annihilate the world by opening the chest in the first place I don't think anyone's going to trust you to all of a sudden be altruistic just saying
1: Just, just saying just super saying (laughs) just <laughs> super sad. <Saiyan.
0: laughs>
1: um. Like I, yes, I I understand that, but I always pull through.
0: I always. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Thorn,
1: Thorn I, I will, I will give, I will
2: give you a, I will give you a bonus nugget of info here. Sure. It mm-hmm. appears that the latches, the hinges of the uh, chest. Mm Mm-hmm. Latched open... Sealed open. Locked open.
1: So the chest... The top of the chest can't be closed. Does not appear to be. All right. Cool. All right. Um... Pass on me for the moment. I need time to think. Okay. Scissor? Yes.
4: Um... Sabre said to stop thinking about the dark orb thing. But that's like saying to someone to not think of a pink elephant. Um. But, um, uh, seeing that Sabre does seem to know something about it, he'll maybe sidle over to Sabre and, uh. Um. Say, uh, what, uh. What do you know of this?
3: Sure, uh. She's trying to... She'll kind of look at him from the side. I'm still trying to file through some information the council sent me. But it seems to be that any... The more we look at it, the more it tends to gravitate towards us. I'm I, still trying to sort this thing out.
4: I, I take it that's a bad thing?
3: I'm kind of worried if it actually goes too far and falls off the palm. That we'll either have to catch it or... It could be very bad.
4: We could all... uh Surround it. Constantly focus on it.
3: That may work.
4: Might be easier. It could be. If we could...
2: By the way, uh, Cesar, as as you're pondering this, it has actually floated off the palm a couple inches towards you.
4: Okay. So it's off the palm? (laughs) It is off
2: the palm. (laughs) Oh.
0: we.
4: She'll look at that and go, Well, okay. That theory's out. That's maybe a, more of a personal threat than a world threat, at least initially. Let's uh, let's try it. And Cesar will swing around, basically opposite the orb from Sabre, mm-hmm. and focus on it. Okay.
2: It starts to drift towards you. Slowly at first, but the more you think about it, the more its speed seems to be increasing.
0: <laughs> no one really.
2: <laughs> Do I? So it's it, it's 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 now maybe about a foot and a half off of the. Palm towards you. Okay.
4: Yeah, well, you're not you're not keeping up your end of it there, buddy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sabre so will
3: swing around to the other side and do the same thing.
2: Okay. Um Let me check here. A twenty two versus each of your will.
3: Oof. 21. Twenty one.
4: Twenty. Okay. Um, <laughs> we both pass out. <laughs>
2: stop, right? i
0: mm-hmm. do one way to stop it.
2: The, the orb stops in the air and starts coming towards you. Okay.
3: She'll try to regulate how intensely she's thinking about it, going from looking at it, not looking at it, Thinking about it, not thinking about it. Okay.
2: Alright. It is... Seems to have some little degree of impact, in that it doesn't seem to be speeding up towards you, but it's still definitely coming towards you
4: in some degree. Despite the fact that Cesar's still focusing fully on it?
2: It seems that for right now, um, it seems
4: attracted more towards Sabre. Hmm. Caesar's feelings are hurt. <laughs> I feel like we're playing that that Star Wars Jedi mind trick game where you have to use your mind to levitate the ball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to get a a puppy that you've both found and you're sort of call, It's like over here, come on, come on, Cesar. <laughs> come on, Caesar, hey, Cesar. Sparky. Yeah. to a light bulb for you. Get a light bulb. Come on, come on.
3: Um, what else did she get from the council? I mean, is there anything else that she hasn't
2: filed through yet? Um, that just, just that it's it 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 does seem that this is you know if if this was the actual, lolf, mm-hmm. um, you'd be dead. And there would not be this <laughs> point, would not be this conversation happening. Um it appears to be some you have tripped some sort of if they if they believe the item is what it the artifact is what they think it is, um you've tripped some sort of doomsday cash. <laughs> some sort of doomsday thing based on the message that you've passed along. Um, pretty much it seems that whatever uh, would have tripped this thing shouldn't be strong enough to survive past the warning. Hmm. So like could... that, Loth is always, always known to never make idle threats. And this seems to definitely not be an idle threat that's she is displeased. But it seems like you've got some sort of recording that you're dealing with.
3: Hmm. But she thinks it should have already gone off by now.
2: Whatever this thing would be. They they don't think that it's an explosive. Hmm. And you did see Cesar chuck something towards it, and you haven't heard that the tinkle-tinkle of the... Uh, uh thing of a job hitting the ground or whatever.
3: Sphere of annihilation.
0: <laughs> uh
3: huh. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she is completely baffled at this point. Okay.
2: <sighs> um. Is that including the time for the technical break that we had? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, oh, we'll keep going a little bit longer here. Uh, Bert has started to, while focused intently upon the other orb, has started to rotate. And if anyone is familiar with a, um, is it a neutron star or a pulsar? It's probably a pulsar, the one where they always show like the radio beams blasting out. Um, pulsar. Pulsar. Yeah, the pulsar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it is now darkened, its light outputs, except into two beams coming out, um, of its side. One, whenever it comes towards the, whatever the black object is,
0: mm-hmm.
2: vanishes. But to the other side, you can see it, so it's starting to, um, whip light around.
0: Okay. I did a raid like that once.
2: It, it <laughs> protons back and forth. They whip his protons
0: <laughs> <up>. <laughs> So, basically, I'm getting the impression that uh, Bert is our, our only hope here.
2: Or somebody's got good mental control of...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bert is our only hope here. <laughs>
2: um,
0: okay, is it my turn? Yes. What is Thorn doing?
2: Looking okay, Leon video.
1: Me, I'm, well, I am well. I did pass my turn, um, but I am, I guess, crouched down, analyzing the situation, and it, it looks like I uh, I suddenly have an idea, one that should have occurred to me earlier. Um, like my eyes sort of widen, realizing that I haven't checked one crucial port part, part of the chest.
2: Xanatari, do you want to give him this time, or do you want to take your turn and then return it to?
0: Yeah, I'm not going to do that, because I'm just going to smack him again. So, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, at this point, I would turn to Bert and notice what he's doing, um, paying attention to that, and um, see if I can help him out. Uh Let's see. All I have is a holy symbol, which I will get out and raise up. Mm. Uh, I will pray to my deity for extra strength. Um, hmm, I suppose that I can get out. My sword's already out, and it's already got the special extra uh, bits on it that Cesar has attached to give it extra lightning damage and to hold the charge better. So if I feel like it's going to help, I will aim my sword at Bert and try to see if I can allow him to draw any energy he can from the battery stored there. And just try to boost him up to see whatever he's doing and see if it's helpful.
2: Um, Bert seems to respond uh, favorably. Okay. It's... <laughs> It's not really moving forward uh, out of it, out of its orbit, but it does try to blast the, um, the dark objects. The light that it's emitting, you can start seeing some blue-white crackle of lightning, electrical energy within that light. The surface of Burt itself is also now starting to crackle. Mm-hmm. You feel your deities shift its atten- his attention from you more towards
0: Bert. Can I cast Holy Cleansing? I realize he doesn't have anything necessarily wrong with him, but this would channel healing energy into him, basically allowing him a plus five power bonus against any effects that would be on him until the end of whatever. Um, okay. It would just help him, I would think, to be a little stronger. And it would keep him from having a petrifying effect as well, in case that would be something that would occur. So it's a close burst five. He's within five squares, I assume. It's a minor action daily.
2: Okay, go ahead and do that. Um, It goes off, and the um, orb starts to move towards you and Bert. Okay. Would how is a twenty four versus your um your wisdom?
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, that's gonna take my wisdom. You know, was mean, will you're talking about will. Your will? Yes. What was it? Twenty four. Uh, no, my will is twenty two. Okay.
2: Um, there is a steady progression, sort of when, like, when Caesar and Sabre were working on things of getting. Um, they're back and forth. It is the object is now moving towards you and Bert.
0: Okay, I understand, and we we're focusing on it, so I assumed.
2: Yep. And uh, let us go to Thorn for the moment for his action.
1: Okay. Um. So. Again, this time I'm going to go cautiously around Zanatari to the back of the chest. Okay. And I'd like to perform a perception check if I could. I'm looking for something in particular. Um, This particular something may be a certain gap where a box once lived that was removed by our elderly friend.
2: Okay. Um, go ahead and roll for perception.
1: Um, 20 unnatural.
2: Unnatural or natural?
1: Unnatural.
2: Okay, um, no, you do not, because I remember, I believe Thorn, sorry, Cesar rolled an exceedingly high perception to find something. Um, you do not notice anything in the back of the chest. You can tell from uh, okay. footprints that somebody has been around the chest, but...
1: Um, right, um, I guess second action that I want to do is I want to try and disarm the latches that have basically locked in place. Um, okay. No. All else failing, I'll just close the chest. Okay. Um. So, Thievery, touch I guess, them and hear a click.
0: <laughs> Your hand continues to be numb and non-functional. Um 20
1: modified.
2: Okay? Uh you are able to you think unlock the the hinges? Um okay. it's kind of a very tenuous. You might get one shot at a deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Do you attempt to just as soon as you get feel something, do it, or do you want to work on it your next time around?
1: Um, I'll have to work on it my next time around. I have a I have a plan and I know that there's something behind the chest that I need to activate.
4: Okay. Um, hang on a second.
1: Alright. Uh Cesar.
4: Yes. Oh, my turn? Yes, please. Okay. Um well, since I now it's the thing is moving towards uh Zanatari and Burt, correct well un- so unless you start thinking about it still well, I've been thinking about it. that was what we were trying to do. okay
2: um how is the twenty four versus you?
4: It still hits
2: right, but I mean in terms of how how far off because Zanatari right now is two points off of her four you it's four
4: I believe right 20 will was that I think that's what it was yeah
2: because um, sabre was one off the last time yeah it was finding a bit more compatibility there um, it is moving fairly slow you realize that right now it's it's heading away from you but it could be you're, you're starting to get an idea of
4: speed. This thing mm-hmm. should be moving a lot faster at this point in time. It's like my, r- But I'm furrowing my brow and po- focusing on it, so it seems like I'm probably slowing it down through my actions.
2: Through, slowing it down through your actions, or you're at least starting to get an idea of some of the mechanics possibly behind it.
4: Okay. Um, hmm.
2: Might allow other ways of interacting with it.
4: Does it seem... Is it basically on the same plane once it lifted from the palm? Yes. And what's the figure doing? Is it, like, just frozen? Does it seem to be, like, animated, and, like, looks, breathing? It looks, it looks like
2: it's looks like it's standing there. Yep. It looks like um it popped off. Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. Yeah. That was and what I thought, too. Staring at you, and it, it's, it's now locked. It's basically said, hey
4: you're screwed and wasn't expecting anything else to happen after that. Okay. And, but it's still, I've been sort of rotating around it. It just always is facing me, right? At least to my perception. Um,
2: to your perception, yes. Okay. Or it's at least always looking at you somehow.
4: Okay. Um. Hmm. Stupid orb. (laughs) Um. I want to take out... I want to just play with this thing a little more, because it's fun. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to take out like a, maybe like a small... How, how big is it? Is it like softball size? Is that what you said, right? Yep. about that? Um, I don't know. Like a small plate of something, or sheet of pliable. I don't know. Something a little bit bigger, like that... Um, would, would... Basically, I want to th- yeah, I want to throw it at it and see if it makes a hole in it, or if it just okay. sucks it all in or something.
0: <laughs> You're like okay. for science, we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. So you 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 find it. Uh, you find something in your your pack. Um, and okay. you just kind of chuck it at it. Yeah. Okay. Um, when the object, in this case, probably uh, a bowl. Sure. Uh, t- goes over the top of the object. Uh huh. There's a moment where it looks like the, um, bottom of the bowl drops in, sort of like sucked in, like there's a, suddenly a huge vacuum, Mm -hmm. and the entire thing just kind of goes, and it's sucked into, um, nothing. As if it kind of like turned inside out on itself, and there's no bowl, or nothing hits the floor. Huh. A singularity. There was no there was no real sound, there was nothing. Right. It just it was there, not there.
4: But And the that black was thing all was there. that all one fluid motion? Like it yep. went over the bowl. Yep.
2: Hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh, and by the way, it's heading back towards you. But okay. but Bert is like flipping the hell out still and and trying to do all sorts of things.
4: Um guys, I don't what should we do? That's what I thought.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Sabre. Sabre.
3: Oh boy. Um she's starting to kind of panic a little bit. <laughs> um I wanna do an arcana check real quick. She put on her elf deodorant today. (laughs) Uh, uh, 27. Basically what I'm looking for is, is the energy level of this thing different? Is it different than when she first looked at it? Or is it about the same?
2: It's awesome, and it continues to be awesome. And forecast shows...
0: (laughs) (laughs) The awesomeness will continue
2: continued awesome throughout the week.
3: (laughs) But is it as much awesome as it was in the beginning or is it
2: more awesome now? It's still like Chernobyl in a small softball size. Okay. It doesn't seem to be any difference either greater or lesser, but it's still the, excuse me, I I have a small star (laughs) in terms of, (sighs) oh crap. Yeah, <laughs> I just I don't know.
0: This is why we don't open boxes.
2: And This is why we give it to Sanatari to take us out for
0: the... Thank you for listening. You can find out more at DeathT4Dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, and find us on Twitter at DeathT4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area podcast about advice and interviews and relationships between gamers at Genesee.com or SignalsMedia.com. Join us for a worldwide adventure, and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels.